Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. Andy. Hey, now. And Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? This is episode 286. Get connected. What's up? What's up? <laughs> All right. Uh, who wants to go through a week? Yeah, let's stop that. Who wants to go through a week? Who wants to go first? Oh, it's been a week already? Mm. Damn, Always. I thought we just did this yesterday. Feels like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'll go if nobody wants to go. Yeah, you're already talking. <laughs> I'm already talking. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, I had a very good week down here in sunny South Florida, Treasure Coast. It was beautiful, and uh, I had a good week. I flew on Friday after work. Flew the nice. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm more than flying and getting a good flight in or getting three good flights in on Friday, I was more impressed with myself that when I woke up in the morning, I remembered to put the helicopter in the Jeep. <laughs> okay, yeah. Actually, and the radio and batteries. I was very impressed. Nice. And my charger. Yeah, so you didn't forget anything, huh? No. Nice. Yeah, charged some stuff up at work and uh, went out to the field. Me and Steve Shaw after work, and it was, um, you know, it was typical. I, I, I don't speak from experience at this point, but it was typical Florida weather for this time of year, where it was like nice and sunny all day, and then five o'clock decides it's going to rain. But oh. off, so it was off in the distance that the rain was coming in. We had gotten in. I'd gotten in three flights by the time it actually did start. Like getting a little really bad clouds coming over, you know? Yeah, yeah. But Steve Shaw is, is flying good. I'm flying good. Steve Shaw is planning on you know, doing the Urcha thing. And every day he says, you know, I'm, I'm really hoping I can get a couple more helicopters built. Um, he was actually thinking about bringing some into work um, to have me build them. I think he was joking around, obviously. But um, he's got no time left now. He's got like two days. And he's leaving. Yeah, so, he's only been working on them for three years. Why do you wait <laughs> the last two days? I don't know. I, he's enjoying that beautiful weather in the Treasure Coast. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but yeah, dude, flying. I'm just, I'm just having so much fun flying these damn awesome. helicopters, man. Mm-hmm. I really am. I'm doing. I wasn't doing that much crazy shit on Friday, but Saturday I went out to the field again. Uh, but before that, uh, Stephen invited me to his house. For dinner, and he wanted me to show me the the whole VR stuff and the VR nice. uh, helicopter simulating. Yeah, and I tried that on Next and uh, AccuRC Friday night, and it was pretty amazing. The the simulating uh, or the simulator in VR was pretty crazy, man. It was it was better than I thought. I could easily see how that you could you know use that as another tool to actually improve your flying because it was like that good. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, obviously there's no wind, and you know it's not the real thing, but I was uh, doing my normal shit on that. And then yeah, and then got up Saturday, flew on Saturday. It was another nice day, beautiful day at the field. Uh, I got to the field maybe about ten thirty, eleven ish. Three people there, me and two other people, and then a bunch of quad guys flying their quads around. And it was basically helicopter day because me and Steve, the other guy, didn't fly anything. And um, 
It was me and Steve, just back-to-back flights, getting them in. Nice. So that was freaking cool as hell, and I flew the 690 Oxy 5, man, and dude, just enjoying my time flying these damn things, dude. I really am. I'm linking stuff together more, you know, coming out of stuff. I even was trying some inverted backwards flying, which didn't go that great because I'm still not good at that yet. Yeah. But uh, just trying more things like going into, you know, orientations and just getting out of it, you know, or flying, trying to fly through it a little bit more. But definitely linking more stuff together. And definitely, I don't know whether it's the heat, like I said last week, or if I'm just more comfortable now at this field. I don't give a shit about anybody behind me. And I'm just having a ball. Like, I'm just linking stuff together and really having fun. And I can't wait until news and announcements. I got to tell you guys that I bought a goblin. What? Yes. I was on Hobby King and I bought the Durafly goblin. <laughs> it's a ah, so lame. That's a so like... 20 millimeter EPO foam racing plane. Yeah, that was like three years ago. It came out. Yeah, what are you gonna no, do with that? It's yeah. brand new. It's a new it's one. gonna fly. Well, who's, whose head are you gonna fly it into? No, but I, I'm only kidding. Exactly. I didn't buy it. Oh, I was only joking. <laughs> ha ha ha. <laughs> oh. Well, I, I'm still a rebel. I'm still flying all my shit down here in Florida, and I'm not flying a goblin. Um, but there are rumors. You know, uh, since I told Steve Shaw about the the Maverick, there's a rumor that Steve might be picking one of those up. Of course he is. Nice. Yep. Well, we'll see that fly in 2025. Well, here's my plan. And, you know, I know he's listening, but I went up to him the other day at the office and I said, hey, Steve, why don't we do a build night? I'll buy something. You know, give me an excuse to buy something. And we can, like... Build something, you know, or, you know, you can build one of your, I don't know whether he's got 18 or 19 helicopters, um, just build one of them, and I can build a plane or whatever. That would you know? be a pretty cool idea, though, actually. Yeah, because that's what we used to do, you know, with, like, Dave, me and Steve would go over there, we'd, we'd put together oxys with Ricky uh-huh. Cricky, and that was, a, that was a lot of fun, or, you know. Yeah, but that works for us, but, uh, I mean... At Steve's pace, you'd have to make it like a build month because well, the night's not that long. Inside the room, yeah, I'd have to lock the door and you know, no phones, no light, no windows, so you don't know when it, when it's daytime yeah. or nighttime. Okay, I got you. <laughs> pump pump a lot of oxygen, you know, keep no, you think, awake. Well, you know, he, t- he gave me the tour of his house. He's got a gorgeous house, by the way. I don't mm-hmm. know how much he wants me to tell anything about him, but um, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable house. Really, like. And he's kind of was in the same boat I was, like, in a small place for a long time, saved up there, you know, where they could save a lot of money and, and you know, buy something decent or buy something better, you know. And that's kind of what we did. And so his, his house was a really nice house. And he's, uh, you know, he's got helicopters in mostly, you know, the frames are built. Just got to put tails on some stuff and that kind of thing. So, um Shouldn't, it's not like we're breaking stuff out of a box, you know, and starting yeah. from scratch or anything. Mm-hmm. But he's got a few in, in, in those, you know, stages. Nice. Um, and that's it, man. That's that's all I've been up to. Who's next? Uh, I can go next. All right, go, man. 
Uh, other than working like crazy, uh, did some stuff around the house, washed up the Jeep, and I started uh, started doing the install for uh, the Scorpion Tribunus 200 amp. I uh, started putting that in the Drake uh, actually a couple days ago. Um, okay. I, uh, well, no, no. I started it Friday night after Discord, which, by the way, I was on Discord. Um, quite a few of the podcasters were in there. Um, nice. We had, of course, we had Shaggy, Monty, um, Gucci and uh, Skids ended up showing up from Heliheads. Um, Andy was there. What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, we, we had quite a few of uh, the usuals in there. Um, but after I got home from work, I went ahead and uh, just started pulling stuff out of the out of the Drake uh, that was that said Castle on it. So I took all that stuff out, the fucking BSC, the wiring, the ESC, just peeled it all out of there. Um, I have to say, I, I think the Drake might have a slight weight reduction after pulling all that out of there and sticking the, the Tribunus 200 in there. Nice. I'm actually really, I'm really curious on, uh, how it's going to perform. Cause I've never even set up a Scorpion Tribunus. Um, the first thing I did notice that the, the wires that came with it, you know, from, uh, Steve's hobby shop, um, they were just a hair bit too short. So I had to order, the the 550 millimeter wires uh for both the the tele, the telemetry and the actual wires to hook up the esc why did you just uh, extend them mm, I, I didn't have any extensions <laughs> mm. yeah, most, hot- most um, black thunder frames won't fit normal size esc leads you normally have to extend them at the end right where they like go up the back inside right 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 by the tail boom yeah yeah, see, I I just went ahead and got ordered the the 550 mm. uh, millimeter nice. wires, and I was actually quite shocked because uh, you know I ordered them from uh, Mikado USA, and they ended up showing up at my door Monday. I ordered them Friday, and they showed up Monday. Nice. I was like, damn! It's like that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I got the wires run, went ahead and put the you know covering on them, made them look all nice and pretty, and then I realized, shit, I'm out of zip ties. So tomorrow I get to go to the, you know, go to the hardware store, pick up some zip ties. Um, that's really been my week in, in a nutshell. It's been rather short as far as hot hobby stuff, but eh, at least I'm getting some stuff going again. Mm-hmm. How much weight did you save? You know what? I need to actually weigh that. I I don't even know for sure, but I know it's 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 enough to notice. Really? Hmm. Yeah. I thought the castle was fairly light. I figured the tribunus would weigh the same or more. No, uh, I, I think all the castle stuff combined actually weighs just a tad bit more than the. Yeah, the, the BEC Pro on there too, right? Yeah, the BEC Pro, and I had the castle uh, uh, Edge HV one hundred and sixty. Hmm. Yeah, and then you also probably had an RPM sensor, or no? Uh, Actually, that one has yeah. an RPM sensor, right, built in. Yeah, you're good. 
Oh, does it? So I don't even need the one that's on there, right? No, I'm saying like the the castle you had had an RPM wire as well, so it's not like anything changed. You didn't have like an, a separate sensor for RPM like you did on your 420 380 bird. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both both um, scorpions, you know, and and that version of castle had RPM, so that's you're fine with that. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Um... Yeah, I still got a little bit to do other than, like, actually running the wires, but um, I'm going to have to be... With the connector that you have on the the Scorpion 200, mm-hmm. I'm going to end up switching over to the to the Pro Plus. It, I mean, the wires are already short, so if I snip those off there, I, they're going to be incredibly short. They're just going to be nubs. So Yeah, you would have to unsolder them, take them apart. I wouldn't snip them, yeah. If you wanted to put a different connector on, but yeah, you could easily yeah. desolder them and pull them off mm-hmm. if you wanted yep. to. If you didn't want yeah. to change But everything. RC Pro Pluses are great connectors, so absolutely, I, I would and recommend them. Yeah, it's about time. So it's like um, I'll I'll have to obviously switch over my batteries, and then I, I'm not going to just switch over one model. So that, that's something I'm looking at right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh. That's my week, so who's next? I guess I could go. Go for it. Uh, yeah, so I didn't fly at the field. Um, I'm probably not going to fly at the club field until until Urch is done, just because Urch is coming around the corner. and Not the whole point of, like, you don't want to fly your helicopter before an event or anything like that, but more just, you know, uh, I'm going to be gone for quite a bit of time, so I have a lot of work to catch up on and some house stuff and obviously spend time with my family. So... Um, so I'm opting not to go flying at the field, but I've been literally raping this little t- local 200 in the backyard. Um, <laughs> I've been averaging anywhere from around 10 to 12 flights a day. Um, kind of try to take like three or four flights in the morning, three or four flights at lunchtime. And then after work, try to get three or four more flights. Um, usually it's more like flight and a half because I crash out and have to repair it, you know, so I can't just go back out and fly back to back with the pack. So, you know, sometimes it might be like six on the day, but I've been really, really um, putting the stick time in with that helicopter. So, and I feel like I've been getting comfortable doing a little bit more linked maneuvers. Uh, they're, you know, like kind of doing like three or four maneuvers together in like a pattern. So, and I've been developing my right rudder Mobius flips, um, just from upright to inverted, going right rudder. Nice. Um, not doing it the other way, which is weird because I go right rudder into like a half pure flip, let's just say, or a Mobius flip. But then I do left rudder out, like my normal, you know, coming out of a, a left rudder pure flip. So it's a little weird looking. Um, so I got to work on that. But I've been, you know, because I don't care about crashing this little thing, I've been just literally just beating the crap out of it, sending it into trees multiple times, just whatever. Let's just fly it. <laughs> fix it, fly it, fix it, fly it. Just keep going. Um, so I've been, like, this last week, two weeks, I've just been on a binge on this little helicopter. And to the point where now I think I'm not going to actually fly my M2 anymore. Um, there's a couple bolts that sheared off on the main motor plate. I'm just going to end up using it for parts now. So, um, yeah. 
but I, I, you know, I'm running out of servo horns uh, and some frame parts and some landing gears and uh, main blades. I've been going through those, hitting through, hitting them trees pretty hard. So I, I have a big order coming in, not big, but like maybe like 70 bucks coming in from A main, um, which hopefully should cover me at Earthship. So I'm gonna bring in and try to have some fun, you know, with it. Uh, let's see what else I do. Uh, I sold a V control, bought a jetty. I uh, worked on the Miata a bit. Um, what? Got the timing done whoa, whoa, and the whoa, engine whoa, is running nice cares about the Miata? What? What? You sold the V control and bought a jetty? So I sort of, okay, so I did sell a V control classic, okay? okay. <laughs> it was a little setup there, but um, I did sort of buy a v, uh, jetty. Yeah. So our friend. Um, How do you sort of buy a jetty? Yeah. I've committed to buy the jetty. I just haven't paid or I met up with him to pick it up but he's gonna bring it to me at urcha so it's pretty much a done deal mm-hmm. it's what just jetty? that i haven't you know it's the bk one oh, okay you know, cool so i'll have all the helicopter crap and i don't have to worry about anything since you know so i want to try it out and i figured sky was selling it and i'll say it, it's 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 rich from um telerotor and so yeah i'm gonna try it out I'm gonna get that in like an, an R3, I think, S bus, little receiver, and probably try a couple of flybrows units, you know, an icon and a spirit or something, or one of the ones that have integration, because that's really what I want to check out is mm-hmm. is how how's the integration, what's it look like, what's it feel like, you know, is it annoying to to go through the menus and stuff? How different is it from V control, you know? Not really doing like a flybrows comparison video. Uh, not video, but a podcast like you know, Teleorder's doing. But I want to do something of a sorts of like my impressions on these Flybrows units, as far as the integration is concerned, because you know that's kind of the future now with these the the electronic technology now, right? Like everything is starting to get integrated into everything else. So I want to see who's leveraging that that type of uh, path forward, you know, um, more and more. So I kind of want to play around with it. Um, yeah, I still be, I still have my Neos, I still have my V control touch, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so beyond that, I did get a chance to work on the Miata. Um, I finally got the timing done on the engine and I did another oil change on it. And I got to say the engine is like freaking butter now. Like it's running smooth. Um, it revs seven grand quick. Like it's, you know, it's running really good. It's making me happy that like. This engine that I put together, like, you know, main bearings, rod bearings, like all of that stuff, you know, the that head, cool, the valves, yeah. everything. I put all that stuff together and the, you know, engine starts up and I can like, I don't hear like a crazy engine noise, a tapping noise or something that's, you know, that I was hearing before. And I was like, oh man, yeah, man this what, thing's not going to run. <laughs> what was causing that? So I was using this, like I was using a, a very low weight breaking oil and and that was the problem so okay. i basically like switched it right out to um royal purple 10w30 and um and then i did my timing my timing was way off i was like i was like 20 degrees advanced like it was running like shit because it was just off yeah. and it was knocking and you know so once i got the timing set to the default 10 degrees um before top dead center it was it like it purrs, it goes to seven grand. I let go of the gas, it goes right back to idle. It sits at eight hundred RPM. Like it's, like it's running good. I'm like now I'm like shit. I gotta get this thing off the jack stands and like even take it for a rip around the block. Just like one, you know. I don't care. I gotta, I gotta drive it. So, so it's getting closer. Um, I did post some videos of of me working on that and my logo flights on, 
on my YouTube channel. Folks want to check it out. Cool. All right. Who's left? Andy? Me. I'm left. Yeah. And right sometimes. <laughs> uh, so I was on the Discord as well, as Ian already spoke about. First time in a few months. First time I had a Friday night where I wasn't doing something. So I had to go check that out. And I picked up an OMP M2, mm-hmm. brand new in the box, and a big box full of parts from a, a local friend, guy from the club. He bought it last year when you did your the review of this, mm-hmm. and he never flown it. Okay. So I picked that up. He made me a good deal on it. Give me a bunch of parts. Yeah. Got it all set up. He already had a, a Spectrum satellite on there, and I didn't have a small JD receiver for it yet. So I was like, okay, okay I'll just bind it up to yeah. a DX7 and fly it until I get a JD receiver, right? Mm-hmm. So I got all that set up, went out and flown it, and it absolutely sucked. Like, the tail oh, no. was so terrible. Like, you couldn't even do a flip without the tail shooting out, like, 180 degrees. You sure the guy never flew it? Like I, I don't, I'm positive. It was, it's brand new. Odd that, like, right off the bat, the tail motor would have problems like brand that. Brand new. Hmm. All right. So, I'm like, well, what the hell? That really sucks. And yeah. but it was also really pitchy, and uh-huh. I did a throttle curve, like... I don't even remember, but I'd went to a hundred percent and then down in the middle type deal. And I was like, well, maybe the motor's too strong and it just can't keep up. So no, pitch I did, is very sensitive in the middle. Yeah. yeah. So I think I ended up actually touching, hitting the ground with it at some point because it was just so crazy uncontrollable. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the tail is what was so uncontrollable. Right. And uh, so I, w- I brought it in. I took some pitch out of it. I changed yep. to more like a flat throttle curve. Okay. And went out to f- fly it again and noticed the main shaft was bent from when I hit the ground the first time. So mm-hmm. I swapped that out. I went and flown it or flew it, got about maybe a minute into the flight. Probably not. It was still shitty. The tail was better but really really bad well all of a sudden i lose the tail and it starts pirouing because shooting off into the cornfield so i was like what the hell is wrong with this stupid ass thing Mm -hmm. so i go out there and pick it up it's hung up in the top of a corn plant like it never even hit the ground it's just wrapped up in a leaf well the the tail prop was gone like missing Mm -hmm. the hub was there but the, the blades were gone both of them yep. just disappeared. I was like, well, I guess that's why I lost the tail. <laughs> no. Yeah. So <laughs> I come back, I put a new tail prop on the back. I went mm-hmm. out and flew it and the tail was holding this time. Okay. So I was like, maybe that prop was defective or cracked and it was flexing or something. Or you could add it on the wrong way. Maybe. It's possible. I didn't really pay any attention to it, honestly. Mm -hmm. So, but it was flying more like it should. Okay, that's good. Like better. Yeah. Uh, I ended up hitting the ground with it again, but this was more (laughs) of just dumb thumb, you know, too close to the ground. Yep. Bent the main shaft again. So I swapped that out. 
Oh, the first time I hit the ground, I broke a servo horn. Yeah, those usually go. Yeah. This time I didn't bend a servo horn, or I mean, I didn't break a servo horn, but I bent the main shaft. It kind of went mm-hmm. in inverted on the head. So I swapped that out, and I go out to fly it again, and then I lose the tail again. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this thing? So I just hit throttle hold. It falls in the grass. It really didn't mm-hmm. take any damage. Yep. I'm looking at, I go to like spool it up and the tail's not turning. Like you give it rudder and the tail doesn't move. Yeah, it doesn't go away. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. do anything. So I bring it back in. I take the blades off. I take the tail prop off and I start playing with it on the bench and yeah. it starts working. So you give it rudder and the tail spins. So I'm like, well, maybe there was a okay. loose connection or something. Yeah. Well, as I'm sitting here playing with it, it just starts smoking and goes up in smoke out oh, of the tail wow. rudder. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, now it did crash twice, but I mean, very, very minimal crashes. Like, yeah. very, very minimal. The boom's not even dented or bent or nothing. So I don't think that would have, and I hit throttle hole before it hit the ground both times. So I don't see how that would have took out the tail motor. I wonder if it was just bad. I don't it know. Been. It, it is really been. shitty. Because I've had weird incidents where, like, I don't know. I think I crashed my M2 quite a bit. And, mm-hmm. like, I've put in a brand new tail motor. First flight, 30 seconds. All the tail motor stops working. And then I feel it. And it's, like, super hot. Yeah. Like, it just yeah, loses the phasing. Did. And it just gets super hot. Yeah. Um, I've replaced the tail motor and it would be fine and it'd be fine. And then sometimes it just go out. And I don't know if it's a tail motor, but I burnt out two tail motors on the first flight. So I replaced, I bought another ESE because I thought maybe mm-hmm. the ESE was like sending right. shorting shit out. Yeah, or it's something doing something weird. Like, yeah. It was, I don't know. It's weird. So I've gotten, what, three flights maybe with about. 30 seconds of it actually decent and the rest of it's just yeah. been either shitty or some kind of problem as arose. So my track record with this thing is not good. Let's bring it to Richard. Let's, uh, let's play with Yeah, there. I will. I had a Get whole box up. of parts and guess what I didn't have? A freaking tail motor. Yeah. Oh, so I, I got several. I so. ordered one. I actually ordered <laughs> okay. two. Yeah, so, that's what I'd say. Just order two of everything now. <laughs> And I also ordered an ESC because yeah. I, I had a feeling there might be something weird with that. Yeah. So we'll yeah, see. It's worth I, it. I mean, it's I want to like it, but so far I'm like, this thing sucks ass. Yeah. So we'll see. Um. So when I was buying the parts, I picked up a YGE 135 amp Woo-hoo! high voltage. Team Blue. Yeah, wow. Team Blue, boy. <laughs> So I nice. hope to get that in and play with that thing some. Uh-huh. Do you plan on doing um, YGGov on it? Yeah. Yeah. So far, I'm liking it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I I like to do ESCGov if they're good. Like, mm-hmm. I, I run HobbyWingGov on almost, almost everything. And That's this it. one should be better, so I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to trying it out. Yeah. 
Awesome. Uh, I drug out the Oxy 4 Max and flew that three times. Wow. Yeah. I nice. flew this little M2 and was like, this sucks. What other small <laughs> heli do I have? Oh, yeah, I got an Oxy 4 Max. So I flew that, and that was actually kind of fun. It flies cool. much, much better than the M2. Mm. Or, or at least well, the M2 I have. I mean, mm-hmm. dude, it's pretty... It's three times the size, yeah, but it's still a small heli for me. True, yeah. I mean, yeah. from that, I jumped all the way up to 550. So, Yeah. And then I think I spoke about it last week that I was going to work on the AC unit on the camper. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? You can't work on these units. They're, oh, no? They're basically a throwaway unit. They, oh. they don't even have charge ports, and then they have a, a different kind of Freon than I have access to. It's like oh, damn. 410 something something. I think it's kind of like what's in your refrigerator. Right. And there's no ports. Y- yes, you could add ports, but that's more trouble than it's worth. Yeah. So... I'm going to have to get, an, well, I bought another air conditioning unit yesterday from a camper place here locally, and I've got to install that this week before. Was that expensive? Uh, oh, it's wow. 900 bucks. Oh, ouch. Plus ouch. tax, so right at 1000 bucks. Yeah. I was supposed to say, I have one in my garage. I don't know if it fits, but he can yeah. have it if he wants. Yeah. Apparently, they're only good for like four to six years. Wow. Didn't know that. Yeah. That's interesting to know. kind of shitty. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it looks like it's not going to be too hard to change, so that's good. Now, when are you supposed to get that? I have it now. I went oh, and bought it yesterday. Yeah. Okay. I called around that uh, apparently they sell them like hotcakes because they go bad at four to six years. So it wasn't too hard to find. That kind of sucks, though, as far as the lifespan. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, it does. They're, you know, made cheap and made yeah. to be disposable. Well, I found out that your home unit's only got a lifespan. Well, I think it depends on the area you're in, but in uh, the hotter climates like here, you know, it's like 15 year lifespan. It's yeah. All really. Right. Yeah. Well, 15 years mm-hmm. is all you can expect out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much on. Eighty <laughs> percent yeah. of the time, I would say maybe yep. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, so I got to work on that, and uh, I didn't do anything else to the camper because it, it was hot in there, and I was like, screw this. Yeah, gonna get the AC working first. It's yeah. still working, but it's not. It's, not like as it's cold. progressively getting a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. Like when it was really really hot here, it wasn't able to even keep up. Like it, it was, right. it wasn't able to cool it down to where it was need to be. Uh-huh. And I was only getting, when I put thermometer on it, I was only getting to maybe 12, 12, 13 degrees temp drop from one side to the other. And it should be 20. So it's definitely going bad. Okay. And if there's one thing I hate, I hate to be hot and sweaty. So. Very important to have AC. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. At least you got snacks. Yep, I do have snacks, but they all melt if it gets too hot. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Makes a very grumpy Andy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
hot, sweaty, no snacks. You no. shouldn't have to drink ring dings. Dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. I suppose. You're not supposed to drink yodels. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's about it. Oh, All I was right. on a podcast. You'll hear next oh, yeah? Monday. Yeah. Really? Yep. Those, those damn mining ha- on us, huh? Yeah, a little bit. Those damn Haley heads had to bring me on. Talk like, about the what? Ohio they don't have event. enough hosts on their show. Yeah, I know, right? I got like forty-seven <laughs> different people on there. Yeah. I know. <laughs> nah, it's fun hanging with them. We we did That's something awesome. pretty cool. Uh, so be sure you check out that episode next Monday. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Give I'm them, not gonna listen to it. Give them a little Sorry. plug. <laughs> yeah, I will. Of course you I will, because you'll want, I, you'll tune in to see all the things I said about you. I will tune in to listen to your part. Yeah, I mean, I only have twenty minute commute, so I can't really, you know, I have other things to listen to. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but you're now an AV person. You can sit there with headphones on all day and be like, "I'm working here." That's true. That's very true. <laughs> I like that. And they'll be like, "Damn." Why are you so aggressive? What do you mean? This is how John, I talk. John's always working. <laughs> I'm from Jersey. Oh, Leave me alone. From Jersey. This is how we talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into the main topic here. Huh? Let's do it. Get All connected. Right. What are we talking about? Connecting our cell phones? No. no. Connecting the Ethernet cable? No. Mm. Connecting Wi-Fi? No. To your devices? Don't be stupid, no? you moron. Uh. Told you not to be stupid, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about some battery connectors. Battery connectors, huh? yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. So we're not going to go over soldering. Okay, soldering is a, a whole nother beast. Mm-hmm. We're just talking about basically the connector battery connectors. Themselves. Yeah, the size of them, the amp ratings. You know, our thoughts on them and stuff like that. What applications we would probably use these connectors on. And so on. So, let's dig into it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with uh, one of my favorites. Actually, no, let's start with something oh. before we start with that. Okay, what are you starting? I want to uh, explain male and female connectors. So, oh boy. when oh, when boy, two these. connectors love each other, they form. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people don't <laughs> understand, um, or I don't think it's common knowledge. But when you talk about a male connector or a female connector, that's the actual metal conductor part inside. And Mm -hmm. usually the male conductor will have a female plastic housing and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Yep. I just wanted to throw that out there because there seems to be some confusion around that. And that's kind of a standardized thing that I've noticed over all connectors. Like yeah. not just hobby stuff, but automotive, mm-hmm. industrial. Yep, there's almost a standard to it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, if you need a male, like a male um, XT60, that would be a male conductor, which is the metal part, with a female plastic housing, and mm-hmm. then the female connector would be the female bullet inside the conductor yes. with a male plastic housing. Right, so it's underneath what yes. counts. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, right. it's it's underneath what counts. And and if you haven't noticed, when you look at batteries, especially the positive, being that it's the positive, is usually the one that's 
a female in the male connector, the female bullet in the male connector. Um, to keep it because it's it's seated in, so it's not protruding like a male connector would be, I guess, you know, on a male bullet, mm-hmm. I guess, where you could have another battery yeah, the or same as if you, it. Yeah, the same as it, all, most of the hobby connectors are, are like sh- um, shrouded all the way around, shielded. Mm-hmm. But if you want to think of it as your connector, like an, an extension cord or a power cord at your house, the male part goes, the female part is what's hot. And yeah. then the male part is what you plug into that. So that yeah. if it was the other way around, you could, you'd get shocked. Right. You'd right. have an exposed right. positive mm-hmm. lead, basically. Right. Yeah. Which the very first time I wired up a battery in ESC, I did it the wrong way. Oh, yeah. It's a 50-50 chance. <laughs> I did it with Dean's. Yeah, and I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And it's probably way before the internet was invented. So you lay it on the table and it shorts itself yeah. out. <laughs> no, I, I got done soldering it and I looked at it and I was like, well, that doesn't make sense because then if I take a screwdriver <laughs> and lay it across those pins. Right. There, you got to arc it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I That's a good it. point, too, you guys brought up. Yes, yeah, especially when you're doing Dean's. <laughs> Or anything exposed like that, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, these, I think, are really the only ones that In are. In the hobby, like I that, think right? that's one of the yeah. only ones. Right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, so let's kind of talk about some smaller plugs, and we'll kind of work our way up. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to – I've kind of resorted this list, talk about JST and servo plugs. I think they're one of the smallest and the least amperage handling because of the gauge wire and the actual connector itself is so tiny. Um, so, kind of going over it, your regular servo plug, right? Like what you plug into your Neos, your Icons, your Flybros, your receivers. Um, you know, they always tell you on a Nitro, you don't want to just use one plug. Because one plug is about 3 amps continuous, 6 amps burst mm-hmm. or peak. So, when you think about your power system on a 700, you're relying all those high voltage servos, you know, brushless, right. you know, running all, you know, Pulling the whatever pounds of inch of torque or whatever ounce, you know, out ounce inch torque, whatever it is, um, off of a single lead that can only max out pretty much at six amps before it starts to overheat and burn up. Mm-hmm. You know, so you, doubling that will give you a little safety margin of about twelve amps, which you know most power systems probably about seven to ten is what it needs, right? So, yeah, you know, definitely several plugs. They're good for like nitro, you know, receiver packs going, even on electrics for people who do receiver pack setups. Um, going directly into the flybrush unit, double it up at least with two plugs. Mm-hmm. Now, what if you were to change that for one of the JSTs and do that? Would so the JSTs are very one? interesting, and I'm not sure if it's because of the housing or, or why, but JSTs are actually a little bit higher rating of 5 amps and a peak of 10 amps. Yeah, and they really shouldn't be because they're basically the same. These are they're both the female connector. female mm-hmm. connectors that fit on the male pins, like yes. on your on your board. Yeah, your so they should be the board. same. Mm-hmm. Could just yes. be a rating thing. Yeah, so it could be a rating thing. I think it also be because the housing is a little bit different. Even though they kind of fit and like, you can jam a JST connector into a um, you don't have to jam it. Female it fits perfectly fine. On a female be. extension? Oh, I don't know about extension. That's what I'm saying. The, 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 if you look at the extension, 
if you look at a JST and a server plug, JST is, is fatter. It's not as thin as a server plug. Oh, I thought you meant so, plugging it into like a fly barless unit or something. No, no, no. That's there all they the work same. perfect. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if the housing makes any difference that it can handle a little more heat or something. Yeah, it gives man, it a little bit maybe. more. But either way, either way, I would have. surface area on the plug, too, that might come into play. You might have a could longer. Be. It could be longer, longer yeah. Male piece. Or longer female piece, you know, however they want to configure it. But yeah, right. um, you don't really want to power your helicopters yeah. with these two plugs. Yeah, that's, and, you know. that's true. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, because that could fall out too if you don't secure it good enough. The yeah. servo plugs are kind of made to go in there. So two of them does make more sense, you know, on the nitros. Yeah. They're perfectly yeah. fine for little tiny micro stuff, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep, they're perfectly fine for a lot of blade helicopters. Um, you know, just a lot of small things. Yeah. Uh, the next one is we'll talk about in combination is the Dean's Mini and the Dean's Ultra. Dean's Mini is it's quite small. I don't know if Dean's what is this? Two thousand two. I know Dean's Mini, dude. I've there's, never seen this. Before. There's still they're like it's like pinouts. It's almost like a JST connector. Oh, okay. Um, but it has like a T layout like it kind of fits their dean's t connector layout okay. um the dean's mini is 7 amps to 12 amps so it's a little bit better than a jst but not much to me it's pretty much the same thing you would use this on like a very very small helicopter as a main power pack i would say mm. um you know nothing crazy your dean's ultra your dean's regular ones are you know 60 amps to 75 amps so 75 plus it says 75 or more some folks push it up to 100 amps i know some people who i don't know if they'd still do anymore but they used to run two deans and run them in series on a 700 size heli mm -hmm. scary yeah. as hell when they arc when they plug it in yeah and you know and that, that little arc happens it's pretty loud. that's basically one blade of copper laying on top of another i think that's where you get that you know amp rating on that yeah. large surface area. You have a large surface area, and it's supposed to be gold-plated, the, the Dean's Ultra. You know, yeah. so that helps, you know, conduct the heat and electricity better. So, um, kind of moving away from old school technology, no one really uses Dean's, at least I hope not. Um, kind of talking uh, to, this is a little bit more <laughs> of my favorite connectors. Yeah. And it's because, it's because of flight tests and... And for me, it's because of flight tests. And I, I'll be honest, I bought a lot of stuff from Hobby King back in the day. And everything was XT60. So we're talking about the XT line. XT30, XT60, and XT90. Um, XT30s, so they're very simple. They, they're basic. Their number designates their continuous amp rating. So XT30s are 30 amps, XT60s are 60, and XT90s are 90. Now, the 60s and 90s, I could not find their continuous peak, or not the continuous, their peak rating. Um, compared to like XT30, it was, it was, you know, they've marked it as a 30 amp continuous 40 peak. Um, XT60s are, I believe, three millimeter bullets. Yes. Which are going to be very comparable to like an EC3. And the XT90, I think it's like a four or five. I'm not 100% sure. Um, couldn't really find the details on that. And I don't actually have any to measure out. 
But, you know, I'm thinking they're, you know, they're definitely 90 amps and they're probably going to be rated to about 110, 120, I'm thinking, you know, mm-hmm. the overhead. Yeah, we should add, dude, that on some of these amp ratings that we're talking about uh, are at basically the standard battery connector that you would buy with that battery. Like, so with the XT60, mm-hmm. you know, that that's usually 3 to 4S. So that's where yeah. we're getting, you know, 60 amps. Yes. And the XT90 is yeah. like 6S. Mm-hmm. So it would be that voltage rating. Yeah, right. I've actually never seen XT90s come with battery like come on a stock battery before definitely xc60s for sure yeah I, I, you know i definitely get those um i got a few for r2d2 from hobby king that were xc90s and those nice. were okay i think those were for us so i think it was kind of overkill but uh but it might have been like forest but high milliamps right like yes yeah like seven thousand five thousand whatever yeah yeah yep it was a big cool. battery and uh, someone else just wrote in here. I think this was mm-hmm. Andy. Uh, XT150s. Nope. Yes. No there bigger. is an XT150. Mm-hmm. I really? don't know anything about them, I, but I guess they can handle 150 apps. Yeah. I think um, so. They got to be a pretty big bullet for that, right? Yeah, they're probably five or six. Be a mil. five mil, maybe six. Yeah. Probably five. I don't know for sure, but I'm guessing. I know the XT60 is a three millimeter. I'm guessing the XT90 is a four, and the XT50 and is probably five. a five. That that's, that makes sense. I'm just guessing that. I don't know that for mm-hmm. sure. That seems to track as far as like um, when we talk about the next connectors here, um, which are going to be the EC3, EC5, mm-hmm. and also EC2s, which I found out. Um, but I didn't write them down because I've never actually seen anyone use EC2s. Yeah, they're um, yeah, but I'm thinking those are like two millimeter bullets, which would be mm-hmm. comparable to an XT6, uh, XT30. Sorry. Correct. Yeah. Some of the uh, documentation I've been able to find real quick uh, mm-hmm. on the XT150 is that it's a six millimeter. Okay. Okay. Cool. Plug on that. Interesting. Interesting that it's six millimeter, and we'll we'll talk about some other brands that have six millimeters, six millimeters, and they do different ratings with their amperages. So mm-hmm. interesting, but. Thanks for add that addition. Um, so yeah, X, EC3s, right? Yep, these they're, are the E-flat connectors from Horizon yep. Hobby. Yep. Um, and I would say these are the, you know, when we talk about EC3s, EC5s, they're going to be comparable to the um, Spectrum versions. Um, the smart plugs, what are they called? Right. Like IC3s or yeah, Intelligent yeah. Connector 3, Intelligent Connector 5, yeah, IC3, IC5. And they're also backwards compatible. It's just the yes. new IC ones have a, a telemetry wire included with them. Yes, a digital telemetry wire. It's a single wire that will send telemetry beta, um, battery information and all that fun stuff. So mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, yeah, so those EC3s are 3 millimeters and they're rated for 60 amps, very similar to the XC60s. Mm-hmm. Um, Fun fact, I buy a lot of batteries that come with EC3s, receiver packs especially, huge on EC, um, EC3 plugs. They fit in the female or the ESC side or your receiver side, however you want to say it, of an XC60, which I think is fantastic. You mean they um, fit the male XT60? It's the, the male, bull, yeah, male bullets, female housing, yes. Yeah, you yeah, said it wrong, and I, I, I just wanted to point that out, how... People are getting confused by this. It can when get you're talking about confused. a connector, yes. you talk about the conductor, not yes, the housing. Yes, the bullet. Yes. So yes, with the with the batteries coming female side, um, 
I, I like that you could just plug it right into an XC60. Right. It works that way. Fit. It doesn't work the other way, though, unfortunately. It does not work the other way because there's a split. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, EC5s. Mm-hmm. EC5s are rated for 120 amps with a continuous 120 with a peak of 150. Mm-hmm. And these are 5-millimeter bullets. Mm-hmm. All right. The next ones I'm going to bring up are, I'm going to say are my favorite. Um, and I'm not sponsored by them or nothing like that. I just like their connectors. I like the way they get put together and the way that they come apart. So I'm talking about our Super X RC Pro Plus connectors. There's many sizes. Uh, there's a 4 millimeter, so a D4, uh, which stands for a dual plug. So it has the positive and negative lead connectors together. Um, there's a D5, which is a, a dual 5 millimeter. A D6 and an S6. So those are the single version or a dual version. And then there's an S7 and S8. Um, I've never seen the S8s in play. I've never seen anyone use them. I mean, 8mm bullets just sound a little ridiculous. Maybe on like a speed helicopter or something where you might need mm-hmm. that yeah. type of like continuous amp draw. But I've never seen it in a 3D heli. I have seen S7s. But I've seen S7s primarily because people don't want to solder. Yeah. Those are the first solderless connectors that RC Pro Plus came out with. So okay. I've noticed that the people that are rocking S7s were the solderless type, which recently they have brought them out in the D5 and D6 variants too, I believe. So going back to D4, we're talking about 80 amps, 4 millimeter bullet, um, 80 amps and 100 amp continu- um, peak, sorry. Uh, the D5, the 5 millimeter bullets basically go up 20 amps um, on the continuous side and goes up to 140. So 100 amps on continuous and 140 on the peak side. Uh, this is, I would say, is the more common connectors you'll see folks use on their, you know, bigger helis. They're 600s and up, 550s and up. Anything that does like a 6S 5000 pack is your D6 S6 um, connectors. Now, like I said, there's a solder type or solderless version you can go with. Mm-hmm. Um, I did actually look up the ratings of the solderless type, if it's any different, since it's should be the not, same. Yeah, I would think it's very close to be the same, if not the same. So, uh, the D6s are 160 amps with the 200 amp peak, which I would say handles most of your, you know, 12S needs, unless you're Sherman trying to go for that 300 amps, which then you need to go to the S7s, which even then would probably come up a little short, as they're rated for 230 amps, Continuous and 270 amps peak. Jeez. But you're pulling in some, some decent power if you're, you know, your your connectors have to be that big. Yeah. And also be aware that they they have different housings. I think mm-hmm. you mentioned the D and the S, but then they also have some triangle ones. Yeah. For, I don't remember for what those are, but they mm-hmm. so they have multiple different yeah, they have like weird model bullets. numbers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, if you're ordering, be sure you know what you need. Yes. Yeah. If you see like a D number or an S number, you're more likely going to be safe and, you know, mm. uh, the not number, but the designate. You'll kind of be safe to know that like, okay, and you can see from the pictures. Oh, that's a dual plug. I see two, you know, leads mm. coming out of a connector kind of versus the singles. Um, but yeah, ask around. Ask us. We can definitely help you with that. Uh, let's see. These next two ones I want to bring up. I I started seeing a lot of the 
the Castle 6.5s when they first came out. Mm-hmm. I got a whole bunch and realized how hard and annoying they were to solder <laughs> and plug into the actual housing that I quickly swapped everything back out yeah. to other connectors. They're pretty um, big, too. Like, the housing's they're, large. They're huge. The housing's large, but, which I kind of like the housings to be large. because I feel like you have something really good to grip onto and pull apart. I've always didn't like, like, you know, like RC Pro Pluses are like that, too. They're very big. You don't just grab are. the wire and yank? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, grabbed the, just, I, I just grabbed the battery, not even the wires, and just yanked the, yeah, the whole thing out. Yeah, I just swing the helicopter around with the battery loose. <laughs> 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 no, no, you set the that. battery on the ground, then you grab the tail of the heli and yeah, yank you just it. Yank it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, Castle six four five is two hundred amp continuous. Um, that's what I saw them rated as. Didn't see a peak rating, but six and a half millimeter bullets are good um, as far as the amperage holding. Um, one thing I do like about their Castle 6.5s is when you use them without a housing and you use them for like motor bullets, motor to ESE bullets. Um, I like these bullets where they don't have a full housing. It's like a cup, like a, a half moon shape housing on the end where you solder. And it's just easy to sit the wire in there and like put the soldering iron and just feed it and solder until you get a nice little bubble um, filling up that like half moon cover. So... I, I kind of like bullets that are like that, and you know, Castle's one of the companies I saw. Uh, let's see, this is a brand I've not actually heard of or seen. It's AS150, mm-hmm. and it's a seven millimeter bullet with a 200 amp rating. Andy, do you know much about this? I don't. All I know is some guys use them because they're anti-spark. They have is a. Is that what the a, AS stands for? <laughs> uh, I think so. They have a like a ring with a resistor, like in the tip. So as you put them together, it it doesn't spark. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely seen people use this. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I haven't seen uh, anybody use that. I know that something I learned that kind of goes, you know, against everything I learned about electricity is to plug in the if you got your choice to plug in positive or negative first plug in the positive first always yeah yeah i was always taught you know anything else you ground it first which is usually the negative so yeah. uh, i was plugging in that first and then you get a nice big spark when you plug positive in mm-hmm. uh, you, you get a big spark around. regardless like i think once you complete that circuit it sparks right does it like, really matter i wonder no i wonder i'm gonna put it on a shelf but these um, these AS150s, I think what are also pretty neat about them is they have like this ring, and I, I guess that's you're saying it's for anti-spark. Yeah, that's well, what I they say. When the spark happens, you got you know you can add corrosion if it keeps sparking over time. Yeah, for sure. I've seen it definitely eat away at the actual metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I just find it interesting. I thought the the that wire that goes around or the ring would also help it keep it like very clipped in, right? Like have a very good like click detent when you plug mm-hmm. something in. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, have to look I think that's other. you're looking at the female part. I yeah, think, yeah, I think ring. that's for tension. The yeah. part on the male, see where it has a the tip and it has an insulator. That's the anti-spark anti-spark part. The ring on the female part is just there for tension. Well, where, I don't see. I see like a. It looks like a. 
an open-ended bullet, like you can stick a four-millimeter bullet in it or something. I don't know. Maybe the picture I'm looking at isn't a good example. Um, but yep, yeah, those are available. Um, Anti-Spark does sound pretty great when you're, you know, talking about 44 volts plus, right? Mm-hmm. Plug in. That's a lot of voltage of DC, you know? Yeah, true. Um, all right. And then I put a little side note about motor bullets. You know, we're kind of talking about bullets and talking about connectors. Um, do you guys have any preference on what motor bullets to use as far as, like, sizes for your helis and power I, needs? I, well, yeah, I use the size depending on the heli and stuff, but I like the RC Pro Plus bullets because mm-hmm. they they click together. They yeah, they have a they good. Yep. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan for the helicopters RC Pro Plus. The I used the I think it's the Supra, the six Supras. Yeah, uh, Supra's like the. I think it's the single one. I, I don't know. I use the single and the doubles. I've used those both over the years. Yeah. Yeah. So I've used the Castle six point five for motor ESC bullets. I've also used like you're saying the RC Pro Plus, the six millimeters. I've used them in a pinch when I don't have anything. Um. I do also opt for the ones that come with the the motors. Um, they're usually about five or six millimeters. I figure if it's coming with the motors, it's meant, you know, as far as amperage and uh, how big they have to be. It's kind oh, of Oh, yeah. Up. If you're talking so, about from the motor to the ESC, yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely use whatever comes yeah. with it. Uh, yeah, and, but I've gotten used stuff for like, you know, that don't have leads. So what do you do, right? Yeah, true. Yeah. You got to use your own bullets that you either buy or. Um, you know, or source out. So, and that's where I think it's good that like RC Pro Plus because the way that they connect and the way you can unsolder them and stuff, it's very fairly easy. So I like using those even as motor bullet connectors. I don't think you have to go to six mil on those on motor. No, you don't have to. I just use them as I have them. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I think they're normally. I think the ones that came with my the Eagle Drift motor, the the forty five twenty five. I think, I think it was a five. Okay. So, I mean, they weren't small, but they weren't like a six. I think they were like a five or five five, maybe some type of um, in between there. But um, well, I wouldn't go small. You know, I wouldn't do like a no. three millimeter bullet on a seven hundred size helicopter. No, I mean the wire gauge is not going to fit in a three millimeter bullet anyway. Yeah, I mean the ESC side. I mean the ESC side won't, but the motor side sometimes the wire is very small. Like it's like you know maybe two or three strands of like a thicker wire that's kind of binding it together. Yeah, I think it. You know, tough to get it in there. Yeah. yeah. Typically, I just use whatever comes with the the motor that I bought new in the box. But if I don't have like the the matching ends to go with it, I'll go mm-hmm. to the hobby shop with the motor and find what size matches with what's on the motor. And uh, mm-hmm. I, that's I a just call do that. Out. Yeah. What if you don't have a hobby shop? Consult the uh, Googles, man. <laughs> pull out the calipers, measure what you got or uh, what you intend to put on there, and uh, order from your uh, your favorite online hobby shop. Yeah, just I would just Google it. Google the motor. You'd probably find the specs pretty easy. Well, the problem is if you're buying a used motor, you don't know what the person before you had on them. So right. doing what Ian says this is actually a pretty smart idea if you don't want to replace them. If you're not a solder, it's fairly easy to pull the, you know, solder off the, you know, pull heat up the connector enough to, you know, 
take the bullet off. So. Um, oh, I see what you're saying. If there's bullets on, you don't know what size. Right, right. So you can go to the hobby shop, okay. like you can say, measure it up, see what fits. You know, try to yeah. find a matching pair. Um, you know, not not everyone has a hobby shop in their area anymore. Yeah, that's very yeah. true. So yeah, you can bust out a caliper and you can measure, you know, the thickness of it and maybe how long it is. See if it'll work with whatever version you can buy. But at that point, if I'm gonna, I don't know. To me, I rather like I just unsolder what's on there. Solder a whole new set, knowing that it's gonna match because you know it's a matching pair. Um, Absolutely. That way, there's no, there's no weird like you know, is it gonna click in? Is it gonna loosen? Is there something you know not right about it? Is it not get good enough contact that it's gonna be um, a weak link in the, your electrical system? You know. You could get yourself a um, metric tape measure too, or metric anything to measure metric and find the you know, the diameter of it that way as well. Mm-hmm. Like Ian was saying with the calipers, I have a yep. metric tape measure with all the crazy stuff I've done over the years. It comes in handy, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just walk up to the counter and be like, it's this big, I need another one. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh my God, this guy's going to kill himself this helicopter. <laughs> all right, sir. Uh, I'll be happy closed. to help you. <laughs> all right, I got two uh, words of advice. Um, as far as connectors go, and I don't know what you guys feel about it or not, but uh-huh. number one is uh, do not go out and get one of those multiple pigtail connector things that's like 15 different connectors soldered together because you're never going to use them. You, you're probably only going to use three of them. Well, I disagree. Unless you want to be that guy. Yeah. I disagree. I want to disagree to that because I bought one recently. Really? Have you, it has seven or eight connectors. Yeah, on it. yeah, I have a couple of them. I use them all the time. Okay. So I, I use them. I bought this one specifically because my charging case has a very small pocket for leads, right? You know okay. the one I got from um, R2, uh, RC, RC squared, Rotocraft RC. Um, right. So. What ended up happening is I ended up having like main, you know, four millimeter to JS uh, to XC60s, and then like had XC60s to RC Pro Plus, XC60s to XC30, XC60 to JST, XC60 to um, the weird three one that that um, the M1 comes with. It's basically a balance port, a 3S balance port or 2S balance port. Um, so like that has a special connector. So what I ended up doing is I took the connector and I said, okay, I don't need Dean's. I don't need this. I don't need that. And I put all the leads that I do use on them. Okay. So I have a JST. I have my XC30, XC60, um, RC Pro Plus 5, uh, no, 6, D6. And then I have, um, that like weird three prong thing, you know, just the one that looks like, um, a balance lead. Well, that so that way, sense, right. So that way I can only have one connector in that case and I don't have to worry about it. And then also I have, because I have two channels, I have another set of leads, which that is just dedicated to, um, RC pro plus 12 S setups, like, you know, two leads, two balance cables, you know, so I can do my, my, uh, power charging on one channel. Um, and, and the main leads that come out of my charger, they mm-hmm. go to a board, you know, where there's a balance plug and there's a XT60 plug. So I've yeah. done the similar thing where I've made an XT60 to JST, mm-hmm. maybe yep. one to Dean's, and then I have one going to EC5s and EC5 to RC Pro Plus. Yeah. 
but I don't have like a big octopus because I think I did have that at one time. And I never used it. But my whole reasoning behind behind not doing that is when I started in the hobby, all my S, all my two um, S batteries were JST. All my three S batteries yeah. were Deans, which you could go XT60 now. My four S were XT60, and then when I went six S, everything's RC Pro Plus. Uh-huh. So I mean, I really only use four connectors. I have the I have the EC5 connector in the middle um, because I thought I had at one point I did have a few EC5s, and it was yeah. easier it was easier if I had to charge like if I know Rob McClellan and Devin use EC5s a lot or yep. used to. So you yep. know if I if they asked me to charge one of their batteries, it was easy to just unplug that and, and jump in there but i mean mm-hmm. I, I would have never i don't charge i had originally the first very first battery i ever bought had the the red banana plug connection on it never used that since since then you know i i very rarely used dean's never used the power pole you know connectors or the tamaya or the traxxas connectors or anything like that um and i know you said you have that three pronged one which i think i've used once before yeah, some blade helis use it, the smaller blade helis and stuff. But for me, it's neater to have it like just uh, a J a JST that goes to an XT60, you know, because that's my main board. Like everything yeah. starts off as XT60. Yeah, because you out. already use a breakout cable. They're just all XT60s and they all start, you're right. But it's right? not like it's not a breakout that goes from yeah XT60 all the different connectors, like mm-hmm. fifteen different connectors. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. Like, it's not an XC60 connector going to a bunch of. It's it's four millimeter bullets. Like, I plug this directly into my my charger. Um, right. And and you know, I mean, to each his own. But that's just the way I went. Oh, definitely the to way each their own. Yeah. I've actually done what. I've actually done what a combination of what you have, and what I'm talking about. So I've had a a board just like you that had like, you know. 3S, 4, 5, 6S balance leads, and it has multiple of them going down each side of them. And then right. in the center, you have your main connectors, your main power leads, your XC60s going down the row, maybe about four or five of them. I've taken and unsoldered two of those and put RC Pro Plus with little leads sticking out of them. Oh, that's so that cool. when I want to, I can charge directly to our um, D6s instead of having to use adapters. Right. Um, interesting story. I have an adapter of, it goes from four millimeter to XC60s and then XC60 to two RC Pro Plus D6s for power charging. I cannot take that XC60 apart anymore. I don't know what happened if it got hot one day while yeah. I was charging, but it is like soldered together. I like I gave it to people say, try to pull this apart. No one could pull it apart without ripping the wires off. So like if you try to hold the connectors, you will not be able to get it apart. So that's one thing to know. Like, if you're putting high amps through something that's like an XT60, you might want to just be careful, you know, or just be mindful about it. If you feel connectors getting hot, maybe sh- something's wrong. Okay. Yeah, and I've seen those boards, you know, the, the whatever you call it, the main port plus the balance port boards mm-hmm. that initially, years ago, I saw them that had two EC5s, two Ds, two XT60s. Yep, I've seen those too, yeah. Yeah, but I, I mean, the way the way I have my setup, I've used it for years, and I like it the way it is. What scares me about those boards is if you actually open them up, the traces are so small. Oh, yeah. I'm scared that, like, I've burnt out traces before, but that was usually for me 
plugging in a balance lead wrong. But like, I mean, I guess the traces are for balance leads, so they're not too bad for that. But I just the balance leads, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just seems so like thin and low amp, you know, usable. Well, so yeah, I mean, it's only for. Yeah, it's a balance lead. It's one amp. Monitoring, should never have more than like 1.5 1 amps on it. Yeah. 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 And I know they, you plug they it were. In wrong. I mean, people, yeah, do you plug it in wrong? Exactly. And it just zaps that trace right gone. All right. Um, anything else? Any other connectors? I'm sure we missed a whole bunch. I know there's Anderson. A, there's a whole bunch. One. Mm-hmm. But. Um, yeah. Leave us a comment on this on this post. Let us know what connectors you use and why. Yeah. I'd like to hear that. I'd like to... to I would like to hear idea. Andy tell you you're wrong for using those. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so come find out how wrong you are. No, I mean... <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you've been using a certain, like, uh, power poles for years and yeah. never had any problems or, you know, EC5s for years, I'd love to hear. Mm-hmm. Or if you have 10 JSTs connected together and you're In parallel. powering your heli that way. Yeah. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's move it on. Uh, Planker's on vacation. Planker's on permanent vacation, dude. Sabbatical. Yeah. Sabbatical, jail, I don't know. Sabbatical. Um, <laughs> let's move on to news and announcements then. All right. News. And? Announcements. Okay. So apparently there's a new Scorpion Tribunus two, and this one is two plus. This is the uh, yeah fourteen S capable two hundred amp ESC from Scorpion. There's they write here as everyone knows the Scorpion Tribunus two fourteen two hundred amp ESC is out of stock and has been discontinued. The new version of Scorpion Tribunus two plus. 14S 200 amp ESC will be released before September. Okay. Damn. So no one can buy Tribunus until September. The new has the same features as the old, the other Tribunus 2 ESCs, integrated USB port, telemetry support for VBAR, JD, and Futaba. The BC level is going to be the same as the Tribunus 2 14 300 amp ESC, so it can handle most of the high torque servos. And high loading as ease. Um, I don't know what makes it plus. I'm not sure. Yeah, just a BC being a little bit more. Maybe BC's a little stronger. It doesn't really give me specs, so I don't know. I do not know. Okay. Let me see here. Can you figure out anything? It says ETA September. September. Practicing my Spanish. I don't know if this was an announcement or something. Where did you see this, Ian? You put. Uh, it was on Facebook when I seen it. Oh. Which one? The Scorpion yeah. thing. Yeah, I don't know because even on Scorpion site doesn't say nothing about the plus. Yeah. And they don't even have a 12s. I mean, a, a 200 amp 14s um, ESC on their website. It's only a 300 now. Maybe you've seen it wrong. I'm looking at it on the website, Mikado USA. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Mikado has it on their website, but Scorpion Scorpion Systems doesn't. Yeah. Um, So whatever that means. So basically we're telling you that we don't know anything about anything. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's yeah. mo it's mostly Ian's fault. God damn it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Ooh, the next one's awesome it, now. It's yeah. fake news. It's fake news. Oh god. <laughs> uh okay. Goblin Raw Nitro update. Mm. Update. Update. Due to worsening COVID situation, we are unfortunately in an uncertain phase. We cannot accurately plan the arrival and shipment of various parts. Despite this, we've just received the final nitro parts, which have been stuck in customs for several days. We are now preparing the kits, and hopefully we can ship to distributors next week. We will keep you updated to the latest news. Thanks for your patience. Working around the clock to get kits ready. So I think they've had to push back the Goblin Nitro Raw a few weeks or a week or two or something. Because originally they said mid-July, I believe. Mid-July, yeah. Mid-July has come and gone, so maybe 1st of August. Is the COVID situation getting worse? Yeah, yeah. supposedly that country is starting to go into a lockdown. Yeah. Which country? Vietnam, because we we did an announcement I think from Luca talking about he was like completely locked down. Oh right, right. And then he's they've been opened back up now. So Damn I think it, it's Vietnam. yeah, I think it's yeah, it's not been great over there. I heard yeah. Fauci was over there going, "What we want to do is flatten the curve, fifteen <laughs> day flattening of the curve," and they all listened. Like we did. And now the situation is worse. Are Anyways, you, are that, you that's done? Cool, dude. No, I'm not yeah. done. Yeah, I'm never no? done. Okay. I'm keep, never done. Keep going. I'm yeah, let done. me know. Let, let us know when you're done. Yeah, you just send us a message. Guys? Yeah. I'll just go into the full rant. We want to stop the rush on the Goblin Factory. I want to flatten the curve. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, All right. Do you well, want to some of the comments, though? It was, it was Lenny Cummins said, great news. Thanks for the update. It's worth the wait. <laughs> Eric said, I, I thought Goblin was made in Italy. <laughs> Nothing's made in Italy. Nothing's made in like these. Nothing's like, made anywhere. It's all yeah, made it's in, all in Asia somewhere. Yeah. Nothing made in Italy or Italians. That's true. All right. Um, and stuff I can't afford. Well, yeah, yeah, there, yeah, we should, yeah, there is stuff made. It's just, yeah, nothing we can get. Mm-hmm. All right. In other SAB news, mm. Goblin oh, Maverick. Mm. Yes. This is an 800 millimeter helicopter with a looks like a Genesis fuselage, like. Tail boom uh-huh. and canopy. Yep. With a cool paint job, special blades, Missiles. and missile launchers. Yes. <laughs> I don't understand the missile launchers. I mean, I really don't. I understand the whole robo drone, like looking, you know, like the their series of airplanes and stuff, right? And mm-hmm. it's like they're like fighter airplanes and fighter jets and stuff. But like, I don't know. <laughs> it's cool uh. looking. Can we make yeah. it actually shoot bottle rockets or something? Like, oh, uh, I guarantee somebody will as soon as like it gets into the customer's hands. That's not hard. I've put no. that on Hilly's a long time ago. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Saturn missiles work really well. Saturn missiles? What'd you uh, say? Saturn, Saturn missiles, sorry. What's okay. a Saturn missile? I don't know <laughs> what he's talking about. <laughs> what the hell is that? What is Saturn missiles? You know, you know fireworks? I don't, I don't know. So I'm actually interested. I'm curious about this thing. Um, I don't know. If down home. Wait, wait. For you, let window. me finish my spiel. Uh, yeah. eight, <laughs> 800 millimeter blades, but it also has a three blade tail with mm-hmm. 115s. And it has a longer main shaft and with a tall, an extra, like a tall bearing support. So I assume you can fly this a little bit harder than the Genesis. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm aware, it does not have the Genesis head. It has the the Kraken slash raw head block and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think it's just for looks and to be cool. Yeah, I'm curious when they say flight style, incredibly real. But this isn't a real helicopter. Like, what does it mean, incredibly real? Uh, yeah, I think that's some Italian jibber jabber that means yeah. nothing. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's gonna be cool. I think it looks cool. Uh, you know, maybe the scale guys would, uh, but they're not really scale. So it's I don't not know. I'm scale. Not sure it... It's not hardcore 3D. It's not. I guess it could be used for competition, like right F3C. Well, you can't go over 12s. So I mean, maybe, but 800s getting pretty big. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just kind of to look cool and fly around and. That's about it. Yeah. I'll, I'll look at uh, Kyle. He has one. He, we'll see it at Urcha. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see some videos of it, especially how it does in flight, whether it's capable of anything much harder than, uh, you know, light 3D, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I want to see how the tracking system works and how, you know, the missile guidance system, how that works on it. Uh, you know, Got to make sure. Because that's important stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a that's a whole new level of combat right there. I'm sure it's mm-hmm. 3D capable. I think so too. I think they basically made it taller so it can do that, like right, the main right, shaft and all right. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting. I don't know if it would be like high as performance as a uh, Kraken or a Raw, but uh, I could do I could do my 3D on one like this, no problem. Sure. And I'm sure, like, you know, you give this to, like, Diamante or Stacy, right? Like, they'll, they'll make it look good, you know? Oh, yeah, they'll make absolutely. it look way faster than you, m- most normal people can fly it without, you know, without destroying it. So. I'm seeing, like, a curve to the tail push rod, like, coming off the, kind of, like, curve. That's actually up. common with goblins. A Is lot it? of goblins have, um, their, their, uh, there's tension on it so that it doesn't vibrate okay. in flight. Yeah. So, Kevin, you know how we learned to do it, put the tail rod and adjust everything so there was no, like it wasn't butter rubbing smooth. anything. And you it's don't butter have to smooth. with that. So it's like butter? Goblin's yep. like, fuck that. Nah, put a band in it, it, it so it doesn't vibrate. Just put it together. It won't, it'll be fine. Okay. So we're not flattening the curve. Nope. No, we're, we're actually making the curve it. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we're curving it a little bit more. Right. It looks pretty cool. I'd like to see a video yeah, on it looks Yeah, I want to see it in the air. I want to see what it looks like, what it sounds like. That tail I, and the, the boom I, I would, the 3D, the tail's going to sound tell you one thing. Awesome. I wouldn't want to fly it on a cloudy day. I was just mm, going to say, the yep. colors don't do it any better. Thunderstorm favorite. rolling in so the cool background. On the bench, but yeah. Yeah. It's very <laughs> I think it can be a complete silhouette. Tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 
I mean, Dan Manane could fly it. Well, sure. Flies he just closes his eyes and flies right. it. Yeah. He doesn't have to see. <laughs> All right. All right. Talking about different got? tail rods. Oh, yeah. We have the XL Power Spectre V2. Uh, this mm-hmm. is an update to their 700 size model, the Spectre, a 3D model from XL Power. And I'm kind of excited about this. They changed a couple things that I had problems with when I did the review. Okay. Um, they say uh, they lowered the rotor head by 10 millimeters compared to the V1, uh, improved vertical mass distribution and agility. Uh, just like the, the original, the V2 has double row angular contact bearing rotor head for comparable bearing life and smooth operation. Uh, it does away with tail boom supports and instead opts for a 32 millimeter diameter tail boom. That's pretty damn cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the third shaft bearing support arrangement has been simplified making rotor head installation and removal much easier and faster. They revamped the battery tray. Now it can load from the front or the rear. Oh, wow. So you can load the battery without removing the canopy. Yeah, but you still have to get to the connectors. So plug it in. Yeah. Well, an optional upgrade offers a built-in connector in the tray, so when you insert the battery, the helicopter powers up. What? Goblin did that with the 380s. It was okay, but then you, you're stuck with that battery on that tray with that connector wired up. Like, So it's yeah. fine if you dedicate batteries to Ellie. And the connector. And the connector and everything else, yeah. Which uh, I did for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you used to rock your 380 like that. Yeah. Yep. And it was fine, and- though. But I think it's different for a 380 because you kind of use those batteries just for the 380. If you had to swap those batteries to a different Heli... You know, maybe yeah. that type of connector wouldn't be the best. And I know a lot of people do that with the 700s. They share the two 5000s with their 600s or 550s, or they share with other 700 size helis on different trays. So, yeah, I got to learn to share. But it's optional. So, that. you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can also load it from the front. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The gyro tray has been moved to the front, making wiring easier and cleaner and reducing vibration transfer to the gyro. You know why they had to do that too, right? No. Where's the tail servo? Oh, yeah. The the Spectre V2 has a wider and lower landing gear, which helps reduce tip-overs during auto-rotations and rough landings. If you remember, I said the landing gear was kind of narrow. And tall, right? And, yeah, kind of tall. Mm -hmm. I hope they adjusted the plastic and made them less brittle. Maybe they did. Yeah. What about the the bottom squared? I I hope they rounded those off better now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that really being a problem, but yes. I know a lot of people used to complain they would get stuck. Like they would. Well, they would get I, caught in grass I rounded mine off, so yeah, I guess it okay. wasn't a problem. The V two comes with the default with the wide eight millimeter custom tail bail with extreme long life. In addition, the size of the tail belt pulleys has been increased from 80 tooth with a 16 to 17 tooth in the rear to a 100 tooth in the front with a 20 to 21 tooth in the rear. This is a big, big, big thing for me. Uh I thought that the pulleys were way too small. 
you had to run the belt too tight and it induced drag. So by using bigger pulleys, you can loosen the belt and still have plenty of contact area uh, to reduce drag, which means less drag means better autos. Better autos mean more happy Andy. <laughs> Very cool, dude. Mm-hmm. I do like the fact that the main gear is not sticking way out past canopy. They're kind of tucked in there, nice and neat. I know this is only, you know, a 3D render pictures we're seeing, but those look pretty cool. Well, I would have made the main gear a lot bigger too, so that you could uh, have more gearing options. But mm-hmm. and then it would have been sticking out, and Kevin would have hated it. Yeah. But I'm mistaken I, I, it for a protos. Well, I've always said this. I'm 100% function over form. I want the best, absolute best of everything, and I don't care if it doesn't look as good. And the mounting of the, you know, slide bar was the receiver in the location. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see it with the canopy off. The uh, comes with the same durable 15 millimeter thick main gear as the V1 airframe and can be optionally upgraded to an ultra heavy duty 18 millimeter gear for nearly indestructible powertrain. Wow. Indestructible? Nearly, nearly indestructible. Nearly. Yeah. I, I mean, 18 millimeter main gear is pretty, pretty, pretty beefy. That's diesel. Yeah. yeah. That's like, you know, logo extreme days. Like, I can still probably break it. Yeah, of course. I mean, not in flight. I'm not that. Well, yeah, in a crash, you can break anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. uh, one of the more, the more noticeable changes is the tail control rod, which has been moved to the top of the tail boom. This allows the tail servo to be mounted as high as possible, once again improving on the vertical center of gravity, is mounted directly opposite the center cyclic servo, offering a clean, symmetrical look. So what do you guys think about that? I think it's kind of cool. It's kind of very similar to um, uh, which Shelly brand was that? It's a little bit less known. Um, Sausix? Sausix? No, it was still uh, kind of on the side. But I thought yeah. it was on top, though. I thought, no, like, it was on the side yeah. because it it rotated. Right. It was a torquing motion, so it was mounted kind of on the side. Maybe it was toward the top, but it was definitely on the side. Okay. Actually, it might have been on the bottom. Bottom side. Dude, there's some video of Kenny Co. throwing that. Oh, yeah. Holy yeah, shit sure. balls. Yeah, but he could fly a wet noodle and it would look good. <laughs> yeah, true. yeah. That's that's thing, that right? means nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm saying uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'd like to see him slow it down so I can see because it doesn't have a canopy on <laughs> it's, it's funny because a lot of people are like, you know, oh, man, yeah, it could take up to the beating of this and that person. But, like, yeah, they can, like... They can break know. it or not break it. Yeah, they have will. the decision. They can run, uh, you know, a ninety and a seven hundred and make it never bog. Mm-hmm. Right, make it sound like you got all the power in the world. Uh, not me. <laughs> yeah, not most pilots, right? So, you know, I take it for a grant. Like, yes, you know, the the pros of definitely can beat down and they can, you know, show that these helicopters can perform yeah, that's, incredible feet. But, like, I want to see what, like, Eric Shu will do to that helicopter and how badly it gets damaged when he crashes. Because I know how mm. badly the rock could get damaged when he mm. crashes it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Well, and, those XLs are known for being pretty good in a crash. They are. They are. And and not even that. that the Regardless of the 
what breaks is the price of parts. The price of parts is unbeatable. It's unbeatable. It's unbelievable, right? Yeah. Yep. uh, Toward the end here, um, it says, same as the V1, the V2 has a one-piece billet aluminum tailbox. They've optimized the design for easy assembly, quick maintenance, and low parts count. A new super lightweight tail fin also reduce unneeded weight. Uh, V2 comes stock with 21 tooth rear pulley, offering a 4.76 to 1 ratio and can be upgraded to a 20 tooth pulley for even better tail performance. That'll probably bring up to like 5 to 1. Probably. That's good. Yep. Uh, because of the larger pulleys, tooth contact on the belt is higher, which greatly reduces the chance of tail belt slip on extreme tail load and reversals. That's yep. got your name all written that over it. Kind of <laughs> does. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then they added a update to the battery trace system. Uh, it says the included battery trace system on the Spectre V2 can be loaded from the front or rear out of the box. This gives the user extreme flexibility for flat pack configuration depending on their preference and setup. There will also be an optional quick connect battery tray upgrade which connects the battery when the tray is inserted from the rear making power up to model instant and easy uh, without the new removing the canopy at all. So yeah, we'll have to see how they work all that. It might be a gimmicky. I don't know. Yeah. We'll also see. see how like the battery locking tray system which looks like very similar to like a pin design on the side. Uh huh. Yeah. Looks similar to most of them. Some yeah. kind of pin. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That's may cool. Have, may have to get yeah, one. Man. It's good I to never see have it. assembled my other ones. So maybe I'll just rekit it with one of these. There you go. And just sell the parts. Yeah. Or just put it underneath the couch because you'll never see it again. Exactly. <laughs> there may be some parts that are interchangeable. Yeah. Or you cannot sell it to me. Or I can sell it to Kevin. Or not. Yeah, I mean, he is in Florida, so you're either on the Goblin side or you're on the Excel side, so. Oh, why do I have to pick a side, dude? Well, we, we keep. Even. <laughs> you know, we keep aggravating him about this, but Mikado USA is also in Florida. Yeah, but they don't count. We always forget that. Why don't they count? Most people forget about them. Oh, until they look at their transmitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's actually interesting. I don't see a lot of people flying logos anymore. I still see some, but like not the popularity they used to have, though. Uh, I see a lot more than I than I thought I would would see actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, in Florida, I could see that. I mean, no, kind of like- based out of Florida. Like McClellan's still have one. I know Darren Wines fly, or he flies one. Um, Do they still have one? Yeah, yeah. They have a couple. They have Ooh, a couple. McClellan? No. Yeah, 550. They have two 690s. No. Yeah. Those? Yeah. Uh, no, you should check with them. I think they sold most of those. Well, I told them to be honest. Yeah. He was going to sell. I'm hoping. Yeah, but then you left the state. So he's like, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, still, <laughs> he still calls me. Is that yeah. it for news and announcements? I think that's it. I got a, another announcement. Oh, yeah. What you announced? I suck. Oh, yeah. We knew that. <laughs> that's not news. <laughs> yeah, that's not news or an announcement. We all know that. <laughs> that's an announcement. I guess uh, you're saying it, so it's an announcement. Yeah, yes. that's all right. I, I, you know, 
it's dark out. I really can't see the sun from here right now. But when I go outside, it's all better. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of hot down here. If any of you northern guys are thinking of moving down here, don't. Because it's freaking hot. It's way too hot. Unless you move to the Treasure Coast. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's still hot. Don't Back of it. Steve's uh, backyard. We're, we're actually ripping up 95 at this at this point, so... Just cutting it off at the Georgia border. Yeah. Said, nope, yeah. that's it. No more. We're closed. Like Bugs Bunny. Florida's so full. Oh, yep. yes. We have enough crazy people. We don't need any more. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Kevin's here. He filled the last quota of crazy people. Oh. That's right. <laughs> awesome. All right. Let's move it on. What's next for you in the hobby? What's next for you, Andy? I got to install this AC unit on the camper. I still got to do that bed thing I was going to do. And then I got to start loading stuff in there. Whatever I think I might need. And I'm going to throw this M2 in the river. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. That's what I was laughing at. Awesome, man. Right before, you, right before you throw it in the river, just sell me the parts for it. Okay. okay. Sell to me for parts. <laughs> I could use it for my logo, man. My, my logo, too, I'm just suffering right now. Um. What else is there? I feel like I've done something or going to do something. I don't know. That's all I can think of. Give Ur- I'm in urge or... prep mode. No, Be here before you know it. Yeah, it will. Yeah, man. Nice. What, you been, what are you doing, Kevin? Did you order an airplane yet? I did not order an airplane. Oh. Did you look at one? Did you look I at Steve's? What did you think of that thing? Oh, no. I, I did you ask Steve how it flies? Does he like it? I did. I said, what are your thoughts on it? Well, it's, it's funny you should ask. He says, uh, because, you know, it's <laughs> very close to being finished. Oh, my God. <laughs> it takes you like know, 10 the- minutes when you pull it out of the box. How can it not be finished? Yeah. I think you I literally just you just glue the elevator minutes. in and it's done. Yeah. 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 Um, do it. There's so many thoughts going through my head. Um, that must be scary that, for you. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I had the I had the, um, the QQ in my you know cart and uh, along with a couple other things, and then I looked at the calendar and said, "Well, my wife is going to be here. I might as well wait until she leaves so it shows up after she's gone." <laughs> oh, that's wise. Yeah. Good planning. I also want to. I also was looking at a new monitor for my PC and maybe a VR headset and some tires and rims for the Jeep. I don't know yet. We'll see. I did get my last paycheck from work finally, so I might spend it. Mm, nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My wife's uh, pretty funny with um, the way I spend money. <laughs> so today I get this box with a one wheel and I'm like, oh yeah, babe, I bought a one wheel. <laughs> She's like, oh, what's that? I was like, eh, it's a skateboard with just a big wheel in the middle. She's like, cool. How much you spend? Well, it's funny thing you ask. <laughs> I saved us three hundred dollars from not having to rent the golf cart at Urchin. How much you spend? A thousand. But it's really seven hundred bucks because I saved three hundred dollars, and the next well, year I'll save another three hundred dollars. Yeah, it'd be great. Definitely. She's like, wait, what does this say? How are you gonna carry helicopters? With my head, she's like, "Oh, you're an idiot! <laughs> you're gonna it. It's gonna cost you more money to fix your helis because you're, <laughs> you're gonna fall and crush them." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're an idiot. 
<laughs> you should have said to her, when does logic ever enter a woman's yeah. mind when right. she's spending money? Yeah, it's all on. impulse. It's all like, I want it now. Right. <laughs> so oh, so it'll be interesting when I get it tomorrow and I start writing it and try to get used to it before it show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I hope she's got video of you. Yeah. yeah, I know, right? Because, I mean, I've written one, but I haven't written one with carrying anything, right? Like, yeah. you know, I've written one like, uh, 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 you know, looking like a newbie trying to snowboard for the first time or something or ski, right, you know, like right. hands flaring in the arm, like, uh, uh, yeah. you know? You need, a, you need a few hours riding it before you start trying to carry stuff. Yeah. But so it's really not hard. I mean, to, like, you go carry, around the block and ride it. Yeah. Know? You can carry. I mean, you can't you carry more than right? one heli and a transmitter, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's really, I think, all I would want to carry. But, like, well, it would suck for Nitro, though, huh? Mm, yeah. Well, so here's here's the way Dan does it on the Segway. He puts the transmitter in the case, puts the case under the arm, holds the fuel jug in that hand, ah, and okay. then carries the heli in the other hand. He's well, got smoking. it all worked out. Damn. Oh, shit. What'd you say? Kevin? Well, well, smoking. Well, smoking. Well, smoking cigarette, yeah. 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 <laughs> nice. No, but you've snowboarded, skateboarded. Dude. Yeah, I, I think I'll get used to it. I'll just yeah. have to, just gotta, I, you know what it is? I just have to, I had to get one and just commit to it. Like, right. I think, you know, trying Andy's once and trying, you know, the Apollo's here and there, like, it was good enough for me to say, okay, well, I'm not, I haven't fallen off of it. And yeah, I mean, I can ride it. I'm not, 100% comfortable on it, but I can write it. So now that I, I'm going to get one tomorrow, it's going to be, I'm going to learn. I'm just yeah. going to write it and learn. You I get know. better and better. Just watch out for holes and, you yeah, know, like when you ride, do you like ride with your legs a little bent? So like yeah. you kind of take like the divots mm-hmm. and stuff, you know? Okay. So uh, it's very did, similar to snowboarding then. Mm-hmm. I did see an instance uh, downtown. It was like several months ago, but I seen somebody, uh, you know, rolling around on the one wheel going downtown, and uh, they had like they their... Wipe? Oh, he about totally ate shit on the concrete, but in the process, he was right next to like one of the, the metal light poles, and he had a Nikon camera, like one of the expensive oh. ones, and he smacked the fucking lens right on the, the pole, and Ow. you just see the lens blow out, and it's like, oh, that's not good. Mm-hmm. So it's so like... What... Huh? So what am I going to be doing uh, this week? Yeah. yeah, what are you doing this week? Um, <laughs> trying to try and get some plates in. I am officially, I don't want to cut you off, Ian, but it was my turn. Everybody was oh, stuck. shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I am officially a member of the club down in Port St. Lucie. Nice. And uh, so now they're going to have to put up, put up with me from here to a terminate. Uh, that poor club. Yeah. yeah. Remember, they can still vote you out. Yeah, but it takes two thirds, and you can't even get more than like three people to show up on a nice day. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll offer them uh, free donuts and coffee. You gonna join? They'll come. Yeah, it's been <laughs> it's been cool though. I'm uh, awesome. still enjoying the in the club, and uh, yeah, I like it. The guy, I I, I got to compliment the guy that takes care of the grounds every week because the guy's amazing. Like. He really takes pride in one of those guys that just, if he can improve something, he's always improving. He's there doing it. That's we awesome. got one of those overly large portageons on the site, and 
I turned around and I saw that it had one of those, you know, dispensers for, you know, the hand sanitizer. And I was like, oh, I wonder if this works. Sure enough, works. You know, like, if it's there, it works. And he's he's concentrated on solar charging and, and making a kind of a barrier in between the, the pilots and the runway with, like, a mesh that can absorb the impact. And it's not going to, like, bust planes up, but it's enough to, like, stop, you know, a, a plane coming in or... Probably not heli, but I don't fly that close to me. Yeah, it probably would because anything that can knot up the blades will yeah, instantly stop split, a heli yeah. in this place. Yeah, so pretty tight mesh, and yeah. yeah, you'll be fine. But cool. that's it for me. I, I know you guys are going to be on uh, your way to Urcha. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can't I believe it. By the time this episode next. comes out, yeah, yeah. But, like that following weekend, like after that weekend, we're going. So yeah. Cool. What about you, Steve? Uh, so I'm going to do some flying with the Logo 200. Just try to keep up with the 9, 10, 12 flights a day. I need to work on my Black Thunder 700. And this is something that I've, I haven't decided 100% yet. But I might take F, like Sportsman, F3C, whatever you call that shit, more serious. So I might actually compete in it. And if I do, I'm going to set up a single helicopter to do those maneuvers. Um, you know, the stupid hovering mode and all that bullshit. And then, you know, whatever the upstairs maneuvers, which those are fun. I don't mind those. Dude, wait a minute. I'm getting a call from Satan. I think he's saying it's getting a little cold down there. It's cold, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. All right, hold on. Yeah, can I call you back? Okay. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I feel like there's now more than three competitors, so now it can actually be a competition. So, I don't know. I'll, That's I'll, cool. I'll, 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 I'm, I'm entertaining it. I'm entertaining yeah, the you're, fact. You know, you're, like, get, you're getting everything you need. You're getting a jetty, so you can actually have more than three flight modes, and, mm -hmm. you know, you're getting the right equipment, so how many do you need well. to fly that stuff? It's sportsman stuff. Well, no, they they get they get crazy with that stuff. I crazy. I probably won't, but it'll probably be like a hovering mode and then a upstairs mode, and then like some people do like an approach mode. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. But you can yeah. do stuff like adjust your your uh, hover pitch, adjust mm -hmm. your hover throttle. You can do all that stuff with knobs yep. and dials and buttons and switches. If you really yeah. want to get crazy with even, it. Even tilting and stuff, you can have it do stuff, yeah. So, so I'm interested in seeing what the jetty's going to be like. So I'll, you know, I'll play with that once I get it from, you know, from, from Richard Urcha and then uh, buy an R3 and then buy a Flybros unit I can use it on or something. So I don't, you know, all I have is Neos. I have some silver lines, but that's not going to do me any good. So I do need to buy, um, probably get like an HD icon and uh I don't know. Does Bavarian Demon have integration? Yeah, but it's not great. Okay. I have all the things, so maybe Why don't you borrow bring some. some yeah, yeah bring, bring some Flybrows units. Let me let me borrow them and try them out because mm -hmm. I don't really need to invest in no, all of them. Just try some uh, out. Yeah. Perfect. <clears throat> all right. Uh, who's next? Ian. Yep, I'm next. All right. Um. I think all I've got planned is uh, obviously finish uh, buttoning up the the Drake after putting in the the Scorpion 200. Mm -hmm. um, this weekend, I am going to uh, charge up some batteries for the 470 
and get some flights in. Um, I'll be taking my batteries and my heli and my view control to work with me. There's a couple little rogue spots I found on my way into work that I kind of want to give a try. You know, fly, you know, just to get some flights in and see if it's really going to be a good rogue field for the days that I work at the nursing job. And, um, I'll also be ordering some new connectors. Thanks, friend. Me too. Yep. Uh, I'm going to give uh, the RC Pro Plus uh, a try. Because obviously, you know, with the with the ESC I got from Steve, it's got the connector on there. It only makes sense just to go ahead and swap over. Um, especially, you know, uh, after putting the ESC in there, it's obviously got more piled, baby. So well, it dude, only makes if you do get those connectors, go with the same scheme that Steve has, because that's kind of the scheme that I think most of us have. I know Steve Shaw has it set up the same way. Yeah. Um, I think so, the McLaren's are the only ones that don't. <laughs> they go, like, total opposite. Oh. Yeah, it's I, I can't charge his batteries. Unless okay. they, they provide leads, but yeah. Yeah. And that's really the idea, because, you know... Obviously, what if I get, you know, I'm able to go to an event where Steve is at or whoever that yeah. does the same con- configuration and I don't bring a charger. Right. So I, it seems like the better thing to do. Uh, I mean, I've been using EC5s for like the longest time and, you know, I just kind of want to change it up. I want to try something new. And obviously, you know, yeah, the Pro Plus, you know, they're they're a better connector, but you know, they don't always work for everybody. But I, I want to give them a try and see how I like them, and you know, just just to give give it a try, try it for myself. Cool. All right, is that it? Yep, that's all I got. All right. So up next is Listener Pipeline. Mm-hmm. Do, Do we, we have, have any listeners? We have. A pop line from a listener. All right. All right, let's play it. Hey, free fall guys. What's up, man? Steven, Florida calling right here on the beautiful Treasure Coast, southeast coast of Florida. Wish you could be here. Hey, guys, I got a couple things. I really got to find out what the real scoop is. I need. I got a situation. I need to talk to somebody about it. I'd like to talk to the free fall manager in charge. Now, I know that's not Ian. He's the new guy. I know also, it, I don't think it's Andy because I don't know if he's uh, reliable enough to be considered the manager in charge. Kevin is kind of the anchor man, sort of the spoke of the wheel, you know, uh, the of the wheel. Well, wow. he's the guy that pulls everything together. And you noticed a couple of times when Kevin's not on the show, it seems to be somewhat discoordinated. And Steve, oh, wow. well, I don't know, man. I just don't know if Steve's the go-to guy or not. But anyway, here's my problem. Kevin told me earlier this week, he said, uh, I'm going to have to come over to your house Friday afternoon and through part of the evening for to do what we call a free fall member in good standings, safety inspection, <laughs> performance evaluation, <laughs> and build progress report. <laughs> Guys, what the hell does that mean, man? He said it's something that if you want to remain in good standing, it's something that happens he said, I think, fairly frequently. I'm not sure if it's once a month or whatever, but 
here's the deal, guys. He wants to come over. It sounds like he wants to do some sort of a safety check and a build report to be able to send a report back to somebody, Andy. And uh, <laughs> that's what I'm really, I'm really wondering about, guys. The whole thing sounds fishy. It sounds like he's trying to kind of manipulate my, you know, I don't know, man. If I could find somebody to talk to, I'm thinking, guys, please give me a call right back. I, I want to see if this is on the level or not. And if it's not on the level, I'm going to go ahead and cancel, you know. But uh, give me a call, BR549. I hope you all are having a great day. Thanks again for everything you do. I'll be expecting that call back. It's Friday afternoon. It's 438. Please give me a call by 5 o'clock. Thank you. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know what to say. BR459. 549. Five four nine. Oh, no wonder I was getting wrong. I tried calling him back. Sorry, dude. <laughs> oh man. Oh. He's a riot. He's uh -huh. something. No, nah, I love yeah, Steve. Right. He's hilarious. Is that all we have? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay. I got I got a, I got a little progress report on though since you brought up the the subject. His flying's oh, yeah? been doing good, and during the day. It, there's there's some points in his logs he's been saying that you know he gets a, a slight power dip or you know the the current cuts out for like a millisecond. It's only on one little tick of the log, and it coincides coincidentally with a massive you know amp draw draw. Uh, and he was saying to himself, I got to get my headphones so I can record you know the maneuvers i'm doing i can i can call them out as i'm doing them so i can... <laughs> why are you laughing why are you laughing right nothing, um, nothing i watched your little video so he's we're, we're all in the pits and he's out there with his headphones and he's flying he's flying and then all of a sudden the helicopter shoots off like just well, like into the like over the uh over that one area where everybody sits and over by the FPV guys, like way over the trees, like 200 feet up, but just is like a bullet heading straight out, like behind his head. Oh, and boy. he, I thought, dude, this is one of those times where like, and I've seen the planker do it where I'm like, I, dude, I, I would have hit throttle hole that would have been in the dirt. You know, uh, I would have lost in a tree or something, but he Here's got it back. <laughs> yeah. He got it back and he brought it out and he's flying some more. And then the next thing over to the left, he's shooting off over there. Andy, I think you were on the phone with me. And I was like, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah. And I stood up at that point. That was that flight. Oh, so wow. he went shooting off to the left the, the second time. And then he, he got that back and brought it back. And I was like, Steve, what the hell, dude? You're doing my old maneuver flying behind your head. Like, he's like, yeah, I can't uh, call out the maneuvers as I'm flying. Uh, <laughs> Trying to try and match it up. He's like, "What maneuvers that? Oh crap!" Yeah. <laughs> I, why does he have to call out the maneuver? I mean, it's pretty he's obvious what to, he's doing. He's I trying can to tell find it out from a video. He's trying. To, yeah, I think I even said in the video. Yeah, yeah I can't. I can't tell. What yeah, you're, I was. You know. I laughed for three days when you he's doing this, and you know it's bog, bog, bog. You're hey, like, what video is this? Uh, it's uh, I don't know. Something I think I Kevin shot. Yeah, I sent uh, it in the, it's group, in the group thing. Okay. And Kevin says, Gosh, Steve, I I don't see why you're getting all those amp draws. Yeah. Or something <laughs> like that. It's... Yeah, I can't understand why the voltage is cut. Yeah, no. I can't understand why you're getting those high amp draws. Yeah. It's like he's using that's a, that's all the to... collective and all the cyclic at the same time for a second. 
Yeah. I'm very familiar in that territory. Must be a Steve thing. Must be Steve thing. I think yeah. so. And then I'm landing like I'm flying the 690 harder and harder during the day on Saturday, and it's getting hotter and hotter. And my first flight was like 90 amps. My second was like 85, and then 82 was like the last flight. And I'm oh showing Steve every time, and he's like, "Oh man," <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, I think, I think I need a little collective management." Yeah, a little. Like, yep. Yeah. But his flying's definitely got a lot better since, I mean, even since the last time I saw him fly in December. Maybe he's he'll, trying, maybe trying he'll finish think. one of the 30 helis he's got almost finished and bring it to Urcha and we can, uh, we yeah, can work on him a him. little. Mm-hmm. I told him, I said, bring any one of those goblins and I know Steve, you'd probably build it in like a half an hour. I mean, it's probably only got that much, you know, left to do on it. I think the part that he built was like the part that would take me half an hour. The part that takes the longest is the electronic setup and wiring. That would take like another three hours. Sometime. But got the frame built on a bunch of them and the electronics in it. Yeah, he got the oh, very okay. easy. He, got, he did all the easy stuff and then yeah. quit before he it's got It's like, difficult. yeah, I didn't build the tail or the head. Oh, <laughs> like, you know, I didn't mess with any bearings. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I'm all, of course, I'm happy to help if he brings anything. And get it built in the night. Yeah, and I don't know how I don't know how good it'll fly the next day because I'll probably be half in a bag. But you know, I'll definitely it'll get be it built. built. It'll be <laughs> built. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right. Uh, this is our pipeline. That's it, right? So let's That's wrap it. it up. Yep. Wrap it yeah, up. Sure. All right. Facebook like we are at one thousand three hundred sixty-two. That is one new like. I want to give a huge shout out to Andrew Mello for liking our Facebook page this week. Nice. All right. Thanks, Andrew. All right. Thanks, Andrew. Facebook comments. What do we have? We have one comment on two posts. Right. And they're both done by the meme meister. Mm. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Ian. Um, yeah, he posted a picture of, and based on our last podcast, um, Shaggy uh, from Scooby-Doo. Pulling Robert Monty in a rickshaw at Urcha. Mm-hmm. Says Shaggy's going to be hard at work at Urcha. Mm-hmm. Sorry, not sorry, Shaggy. Uh, and Shaggy, Mike Shaggy Parker commented and said, screw you all. <laughs> <laughs> and the one that seemed to reach over a thousand people, uh, that was the one he did this week. And it's um, Kevin McGrady and Dan Turiak from the Helly Heads. And Dan's on a hobby horse or some kind of... Yeah, Shetland pony. Shetland pony? Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, it says, since golf carts are going to be a pain in the at, a pain at Urcha, guys are coming up with clever, clever alternatives. And Kevin McGrady saying, giddy up Gucci, and Gucci saying, yee-haw. <laughs> That's a pretty funny one. I like that one. What happened to the post for the last episode? Oh, what happened to it? I don't, oh, know. Wait I don't a minute. see it. No, I don't see it either. Hmm. Did you guys it. post it? Did we post it? Did Steve, did you post it? Uh, uh, wasn't that the one that Andy posted? Like, I, I did the thing, but I thought someone else posted the... No, that was oh, several that's... weeks ago. No, last week you were a little... 
little late on the posting, I think. Yeah, last week I was late on the posting. Did I not post anything on Facebook? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't think oh, man. I don't see it. Mm. All right. What we got next? Mm, listener yeah. posts. Yep. Listener pipe. Uh, listener posts. Facebook listener posts. Do we have anything? See anything new? No. No, I don't see anything. Man, our either. Facebook it just went dead all of a sudden. Mm. Yep. All right. Website comments. Are we dead there too? Yes. No, I believe so. All right. <laughs> People, Podbean. Things are still alive on Podbean. Okay, good. Uh, Tim Tideback liked episode 186, Urcha, the 2019 recap. And Helliman liked episode 278, What's in Your Fleet? And Charlie Crespo started following us. And so did Great Eagle Jr. Just now. Nice. Just now? Like, yes. just now, just now? Awesome. Okay, uh, let's see here. I say, let's hear. Okay, Tim Titleback, one day ago, says episode 186, Urcha 2019 recap. Despite a bit of a disagreement about the competition stuff, I think it was good to hear both opinions. It's healthy to have debates, and I think it actually adds a lot to the podcast. I don't remember what we were talking about. Was it, was that the episode I said about hovering? Yeah, it's probably the one. Said, I, I will never do it. Never, never, never. I, don't I, know. I never said. It. I, I never like said. I'd never do it. No, I, I just think said you said that on multiple episodes. Yeah. yeah. But okay. I think I might have called it out on like that. Like that year, I think like I saw posts like, "Hey, I won first and second place out of two competitors." It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, change is good, dude. This was a- all right. Urcha recap, so it probably wasn't about that. It's probably about one of the competitions there or something. Mm. Battle of the Brands or the Night thing probably, or something. Probably, yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. Tim Tatterback, 14 hours ago, says, Episode 187, Carol Shirley. Can't say I have ever been interested in gassers, but there's a lot of fascinating info in this one. It's good to know that there are people out there that are supporting them, yet another reason to love the show. Awesome. Nice. Thanks, Sam. And we have a couple from Grey Eagle Jr., uh, both 12 hours ago. Both all primarily in caps. <laughs> if it wasn't 11 o'clock, I would probably yell these out, but yeah, I'm not going to do that. So, Grey Eagle Jr., 12 hours ago. Absandy tea, belate mystery meetup, that TikTok Tinder date, itchy urcha crab unknown. Okay. And then comment number two. Toaster goat simulator, only stick mover, look window outside basement, cement mouse. Hmm. Awesome. I, I don't understand really either one of these. I know some, yeah, I don't know. I don't really understand them. Itchy Urcha, <laughs> crab unknown. I wonder if Grey Eagle's going to be an Urcha. And if he is, he how, would we ever, how would we even know? <laughs> He could be taking the form of an actual human being, too, and you definitely wouldn't know. I know. Yeah. If you see somebody... You have to be very careful while we're there. He could be that donkey that those guys are riding on. We don't know. He could be TikToking with the greatness somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. That might be be a... He might be the donkey. He he is an ass sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Great Eagle, I didn't say that. That was Andy. Don't agree. 
Don't Awkward agree. place, go to Andy no. at before c uh, <laughs> When we all get taken to the other planet from the mothership, uh-huh. I want the suite. I don't want to be in the outdoor yeah. basement of the ship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, give me the smallest probe you have, please. <laughs> yeah. I don't need no supersized king version. Yes. No, no. <laughs> all right. <laughs> totally going off the wall here. iTunes review. There's nothing new on iTunes. Oh, man. I was about nothing. to throw my hands in the air and all that. All okay, right. so drop us an iTunes review. We'll read the review in the next episode. Email us at freeforcygmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash freeforcypodcast. Uh, let's see. Check out our webpage, freeforcypodcast.show. Say hi to Chris. Hey, Chris. All right, flight test forums, off the field, audio and video productions, other than flight test podcast, free farcy podcast. Say hi to David Hill, aka Hilda Flyer. Hi, Dave. Hi, Dave. All right. Fellow podcasters, got the Heliheads podcast. That's Maynard and a couple other guys. With Andy. With uh, Andy. Tell wrote a podcast. Oh, that's with Andy and a couple other guys. Yeah. <laughs> tell wrote a podcast. Tell wrote is um, that guy Steve bought something from one of those guys? I don't mm. know. Yeah. That's it. That's, That's it? Okay. <laughs> All right. RC Roundtable. That's with Fitzterry and Lee. RC After Hours. With Andre. Skids Up. Skids Up was with Frank and Javier. Yep. Inverted Down Under. With Ozzy, Mozzie, and Jeff. Park Flyer Podcast. With some likes and a Jack. Houdini. RC Heli Podcast. With Kenny and Rich. RC Plane Lab. Around a time in the morning. Mm. All things that fly. Boo, shin, middle of the <laughs> Moose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, check out our friend Bill Ann's YouTube channel. Bill, Bill, Bill's going to hurt you, huh? Dude, damn it, Probably Bill, not. I saw a picture. I saw two pictures of him at Polda. I leave Jersey, and he has the cojones to show up at Polda's Field. Well, I also did see him at our event that you didn't show up at. No, that's true. All right, so I take it back. You know, yeah. Yeah. But I'm curious if he's going to make it to Urcha. Um, You know, for a videographer of this hobby, Urcha is kind of a place you need to be. Yeah, kind of a place you have to be, right? Yeah. Do the semi-amateur or semi-amateur or semi-professional. I don't know what he calls himself, you know, stuff. I don't know. All right. Thanks to our listeners. We are Skies, and we'll see you next time. See you. Bye. By the way, we got stickers for Urcha. Oh, yeah. Come and say hi. More stickers. Yeah. We got some other stickers, too. Not just a normal sticker, but we got some special stickers for special people. Snickers, stickers for special people. I'm special, special. I know. You guys are definitely getting one. (laughs) Maybe more. Ian looks like he's in a TikTok video. (laughs) Kind of does. Go do something stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Just be yourself. Wait, wait, wait. let me start to record first. Wait, (laughs) let me record first. What stupid do you want me to do? I don't know. Go fall off your chair or something. Who's so stupid? How's that for my background?
All right, for the Dean's Ultra Connectors, they're rated for 60 amps, continuous load up to uh, 75 amps. And wait, 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 Dean's. Oh, Were you so even talking yeah. about Dean's? What is this? Let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's, you know. Slow it down, Ian. I'm not a fax machine. Yeah, exactly. Are we recording this shit? Yes. Of course. Do wanna, what do you think I am? Like, in some sort of amateur? What are you, some, what is this, amateur hour? <laughs> yeah. What, you think this is my first rodeo? Yes. I'm an idiot. <laughs> hey, free fall guys. Hey, free fall guys. This is Steve from South Florida, Jersey Coast. Does he say that every time you, like, talk to him? No, but every time I see him, I go, What the hell, man? Hey, free fall guys. What's up, man? <laughs> Steve in Florida calling right here on the beautiful Treasure Coast. Every Healthy time coast. he... <laughs> Hey, free fall guys, what's up, man? Stephen, Florida calling, right here on the beautiful Treasure Coast, southeast coast of Florida. Wish you could be here. Hey, guys, I got a couple things I really got to find out. I think I need to clip. That. I need to clip that out and start playing that. Oh shit! Right here on the beautiful Treasure Coast, south, southeast South Florida. Or, or you got to clip him saying, "What the hell, man?" Every time somebody says something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great idea, Kevin. You're a genius. What the hell, man? I wonder... All right, I'm going to shut off my camera. I think it's, like, killing my CPU right now. I need to do other stuff. It's killing me, dude. <laughs> oh, wait, then I'll turn it back on. Shit. Well... <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the chat. Skype chat. Skype chat? Who the fuck's looking at that? Skype chat. Oh, you want me to link it? I can link it in the show, too. No, no, want. no. I'm already going over here now. I'll put it in place of the bike no. or something. A YouTube video? No. That's, um... Actually, I'm too stupid to work with the chat. the chat. Well, since you're too... I really am too dumb to work with. Oh, here it is. <laughs> no, no, no. I just made a link. <laughs> it's the time to make a link. So you better go here. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Just so you make sure you can find it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> hey, where is it? Big enough, man. Where is it? I wish it was big enough. I wish it was bold. <laughs> yeah. And italicized and underlined. <laughs> Let's make it like 80 font. <laughs> oh, my <dear> God. <laughs> it takes up almost a whole page. <laughs>